So it's probably been about eight days in the black between uh, that outer rim planet that you didn't even bother picking up the name of all the way to Albion, which is in the white sun system. It's one of the core worlds. It's sort of on the outer edges of the uh, of the core worlds or of uh, the white sun system. Uh, so it's not all the way at the center, but it's still still one of the core worlds, still heavily industrialized, has a population uh, in the hundreds of millions, uh, even though it's a fairly small planet. Okay, do we, the coordinates we were given to meet this guy, or do we have like, a, we have to give him a wave or something? Yes, uh, you have a name, and that name is going to be Frank Bunce. And he is sort of the, all, all you know is he was the uh, distributor. But before you even get to the planet, there is a lot of security in the core worlds for ships coming in and out. Uh, and Albion actually has eight orbital space stations that are in geosynchronous orbit that are basically there to handle incoming ships, cargo, uh, immigrants, etc., etc. So all traffic uh, gets routed to one of these stations to meet inspection before it is given a uh, license to proceed. So you guys know this. You are familiar with this planet. So you will have a plan in place to deal with this. We just need to find out what it is through play. All right. Could we use Inara's contacts? Sure. Inara is definitely part of the crew. Everyone is here. Uh, we just, you know, aren't necessarily having screen time with everyone. Maybe during the trip, Inara has set up an appointment to meet a client. Potentially like a, maybe a high level client, someone who wants it to be a little bit more discreet and might give her a way through that we can piggyback on. Okay. The legitimate business you're here on is Inara's companion business. Companion business. Sure. Okay. Let's go ahead and see how that'll work. So are you thinking this is someone in uh, on one of these stations, or is this someone planet side? Planet side. Planet side. Okay. So let's see here. What are Inara's... Don't say assets. She's got registered companion yeah. as an eight. <laughs> yeah, she's also the goodwill ambassador. Now, can she, you can't? Do you just use one distinction, or can you use multiple? You can only use one distinction on a roll. Uh, however, since Inara is an NPC, I will basically let you guys use her distinctions as part of your roll to set something up, or you can spend a plot point to create an asset based off of Inara's distinctions. Maybe we can spend a plot point to just create a an appointment for Anara on the companion registry. Okay. Okay. So yeah, we can. Who would like to spend that plot point? I can do it. I've got two, so I'll spend. Okay. I have one left. We have 
a d6 asset. Inara has a an appointment with uh, Ricky Wu, who is sort of a local celebrity. He's a a movie star and pop singer that sort of like trying to do all of the famous things at once person. But he grew up on Albion and is sort of like Albion's uh, patron celebrity, uh, sort of the way that Bill Murray is here in Chicago, right? Like he is, he, he just, he loves Albion. He loves bringing people here and celebrating Albion culture. And I'd I'd say like his debut like movie is premiering in Avalon, Avalon City this weekend, and that's why he hired Anara. That sounds great. So you come up against the uh you get a call from Port Authority, one of the the stations that you approach. And on the other line, you hear someone say, This is Agent Argyle of the Albion Port Authority. Please state your destination and purpose of your trip and transmit a cargo manifest. This is the this is Serenity. Uh we are transporting a companion. To meet her appointment, uh, Mr. Ricky Wu. Uh, transmit your cargo manifest and, um, oh, what's it called? It's the list of things you're going to be doing. Your itinerary. Itinerary, yes. Thank you. Uh, okay. Uh, Zoe will send a uh, cargo list over that includes uh, perfume, uh, pillows, assorted clothing, Lubricants. Things Anara would need. <laughs> Again, things Anara would need. And the itinerary is all revolving around Ricky Wu's movie and the premiere and escorting Anara and Ricky Wu through his uh, activities. Okay. Uh, since you... Since that is all legit... Well, no, but you are trying to hide the fact that you have this cargo hold full of things so we're going to do a social and trick roll oh great two of my not so good skills all right yep uh and that's fine because agent argyle is not particularly uh astute so agent argyle has a d6 mental um a d4 notice (laughs) <laughs> uh, and is by the book D8. And that is a 12. Jeez. Oh, As I roll a pair of sixes. Okay, you said uh, social. And trick. And trick. then a D6 for Ricky Wu, date with Ricky Wu. Yep, I'll use that uh, asset. And then I'll use steady. I was going to say steady seems like a good one for lying to the alliance. And uh, do I spend the plot point to put the big hero dice in now or after? Uh, you do that after you roll the dice. Okay. So no ones. I'm at a nine. So I spend it now and then roll the big hero dice? Yep. 
Still taking the top two though, right? Well, so you take the top two, you roll the big hero die, big damn hero die, and add it to your top two. Oh, so okay. it you keep that die and you get to roll it in after the fact. Okay, got it. Uh, so that would be a sixteen total then. Sixteen versus my twelve. That succeeds. Um, it takes a little while, but if McGinnis uh, processes things and then says, you are cleared for approach to Avalon City, be advised that there is a weather uh, warning for the area. Thank you, sir. I will inform the captain of your warning. Uh, and as you get closer to the planet and you start getting sort of the planetary news and data feeds, you start seeing that there is a massive hurricane barreling in on Avalon City. Okay. All right. So, um, Captain, seems like getting a little rough back here in the engine room. What's going on? Well, Kaylee, lash everything down. Wash has got it under control. And he looks down. You got it under control, right? <laughs> Wash just sits there <laughs> nodding and trembling. And Yep. <laughs> Mouse goes over to the co-pilot seat and straps in. Reaching up, reaches up, grabs the microphone. It's like, uh, attention, all crew. Uh, we are going to have a bit of a uh, bit of a rough landing, uh, assuming Wash doesn't crash into a big storm and kill us all. Uh, you hear Simon yell from like the belly belly of the ship. What does that mean? It means get your garam ass belted in. We the ship starts coming in to toward Albion City, uh, and you are on a timetable. Crime doesn't stop for uh, rain, no, nor snow, nor such and such. It's much like the Postal Service that way. Except we don't wear shorts all the time. I mean, not everyone can pull off the look. That's true. Absolutely true. All right, let's uh, have this landing here. That part's going to happen pretty definitely. Yeah, I was going to say, I'm going to uh, just take over here and have Wash handle this. Uh, so first off, I'm going to set the stakes. We're going to have a D10 Hurricane and D8 for uh, general difficulty to start with. <laughs> All right. I don't like that laugh. I like that laugh. Um, so that's an 18. Wash is going to be physical flying, D physical D8, fly D12. Transports is his specialty for a d8 uh, i'm gonna say a little nervous but as a d4 uh, and he gets serenity as a d6 okay so wash got a plot point for his a little nervous as a d4 which is good because he just spends it to succeed <laughs> uh eight plus eight plus six is 22 uh and then i did roll a jinx so I am going to start a complication. That complication is going to be um, hell of a storm and starts at a d6. So that is currently sort of looming over um, everything that's going on in Avalon City. Everything that anything you need to do outdoors is going to be happening in a hell of a storm. There's a lot of turbulence and jostling and 
maybe landing would have been a little bit easier or could have been a little easier maybe not so jarring but you make it all you make it down in one piece and the uh the comm lights up with a call from Frank um Bunts Frank Bunts and uh Frank calls when you get him up on the vid he's like well, you picked a hell of a time to land. Zan said you needed it here ASAP. Where do you want this stuff? Well, I've got a, uh, I've got a warehouse on the other side of the city from the, uh, the port. It'd be best if we can ship it without having to move your ship. I'd agree with that. Do you have a truck? Well, I did. Before the warehouse flooded. It's fine now. Everything's pumped out, but uh, the trunk kind of washed away. Uh Uh-huh. And uh, how is that our problem? Well, I mean, if you wanted to fish it out of the bay, that'd be great. But as it is, I don't have a way to unload you. Don't you have a don't you have a hauler? For one crate at a time, yeah, that'll take us... Oh, Zoe, how many how many hours will that take us? A lot, sir. Yeah, a lot. And we don't have that much time. Listen, we were paid to deliver this to you. We're here. If you can't pick it up, well, I mean, Zan's going to be pretty unhappy with you. Well, Zan and I got an understanding. I don't think that uh, failure to deliver will come down on me too hard. What else can we do to to work this out? Well, we need we need a vehicle to move everything. Sounds about right. I don't suppose you'd want to buy a truck on Albion. Probably not. Where's your warehouse? He'll send you the coordinates. So basically, Avalon City sits at a bay that runs from the southeast to the northwest, and it sits at the north northwest portion so sort of at the end of the bay where it curves back around okay and the the uh, the landing fields are on the west side of the bay the the warehouse is on the east side of the bay so we've got to haul this thing up through the main part of town and then all the way down to the other side yep why don't we just go requisition a truck and take them over there Sir. All right. While. Let's go. Kaylee, grab your tools. Aye, aye, Captain. We need to go find a vehicle to requisition. Speaking at at a meta level, what do you mean by requisition? Steal. Steal. Borrow with intent to not return. Sure, sure. Borrow with the intent to abandon. We might return it. I mean, if it's nearby, we could use it to drive back and then leave it there. That's true. And there's always a chance that the the people who own it have already, like, evacuated. They won't even notice it missing. Right, because they're smart. Yeah, we could get lucky and one could wash up out of the bay. (laughs) Yeah, we'll just drive it into the bay when we're done. (laughs) His truck washes up. So, yeah, let's find us a truck. Okay. So, uh, who is going looking for a truck? All three of us. Okay. Uh, Who would like to make this roll? (laughs) <laughs> oh. 
I mean, I can. Yeah, go ahead. You're probably pretty good at notice. Yeah. Zoe will roll for it. All right. Uh, so this is going to be a physical plus notice. Oh, shit. I, that Zoe's really good at that. Yeah. <laughs> I, I looked down. That's why I was like, oh, wait, I will. Yeah. Uh, all right. So we are going to have some of the, the scene, uh, scene traits are uh, your high winds, uh, which is a D10. It is also going to be nighttime. That's another D10. And then you've got a hell of a storm going for a D6. And you want to beat a 14. Okay. Uh, so physical, notice, and then... Gosh, I think as a veteran of the unification where I've probably requisitioned a vehicle <laughs> before. I absolutely agree. <laughs> All right. I mean, Captain America learned how to steal a car in Nazi Germany. It's true. Right. Yeah. Uh, I have a nine and an eight, so a 17. Nice. All right. And that will succeed. Any ones? Uh, nope. Uh, you are able to find a truck. It is still running. Um, you can get probably a third of your cargo up onto it at a time. So you're still going to have to do some trips, but it's going to be a lot faster than trying to haul things on the mule. Okay. All right. Zoe drives up. Captain, your chariot. Could you maybe back it up to the ship, Zoe? Picky, picky. And then Zoe will back it up to the cargo bay. And we start loading wobbly-headed geisha dolls. Awesome. Inara actually has taken off in her shuttle uh, because... Uh, due to the storm, the premiere has at last minute been moved to a city much further inland. So she has a hot date with Ricky Wu. Somewhere else. Somewhere where there's not a hurricane. <laughs> Lucky. All right. Let's uh, okay. get in the truck and start driving across town. Sure. Uh, and I would just like to point out that Firefly actually does have a uh, a skill for um, when you need to load and unload things. It's called labor. It's basically <laughs> your brute force uh, skill. Uh, I'm not going to have anybody make a check here because that's not really interesting. However, <laughs> a drive check absolutely is interesting as you try to make your way through this uh, hurricane blasted city probably gonna be mal it's probably gonna be zoe it's not gonna be kaylee all right with my d4 and drive you all have yeah, a d4 it's a d4 drive. you have it but you have a d10 and physical so okay i'll ride shotgun kaylee i'm kaylee will be sandwiched in the, in the middle. middle yeah you're riding hump i'm riding hump so is an ara Oh, so we have the rain and the wind and that hell of a storm going on. Uh, You are looking to beat a 13. All right. Physical drive. uh, I like the description of first mate. You're the captain's right hand, but as often as not, you're his fist. So I think I'm going to use that this time. All right. We seem to be the only ones on the road, Captain. 
Well, Kaylee, I think it's because of the giant windstorm and the floodwaters. And Mal points by as like two people on a kayak go the other way. <laughs> There's a shark swimming beside of us. Yep. <laughs> I think this is called a shark cane. <laughs> so I got a nine and a one. And a one. Perfect. Go ahead and take yourself a plot point. I am going to step up Hell of a Storm to a D8. Uh, and uh, so you failed, which is fine because we have uh, that wonderful TP sensibility of failure is not a null outcome. Failure makes things interesting. As you are driving through the city, you actually come across an alliance checkpoint. Think effectively the National Guard version of the Alliance military. They're the guys here making sure that everybody has been evacuated and is getting to safety, etc., etc. And you roll right into one of these checkpoints. Now, the cargo in our truck, is it like like contained in some way? Like we could potentially have something other than that? Or is it clear that what we have is what we have? I'm going to say it is packaged into crates. Okay. All right, Captain. Uh, got a plan for getting past that? I don't know. Drive casual. We'll see what they want. I mean, they're, they're, they're traffic cops. What in our history with the Alliance has ever made you think this is going to go smooth? <sighs> you always kicking up a fuss. Why do you have to be so negative? The car ahead of you, like, continues on and then, like, heads to the, the highway and start speeding out of the city. We pull up. And, you know, sort of in that, that rain-lashed hell of a storm, an Alliance agent is yelling, Hello! How are you? Can I see some identification? Is he at the truck or walking up to the truck? Uh, he is at the truck. He's at the window. And in front of you are multiple Alliance soldiers. Do we have... Identification? I don't think we really have identification. You all have ident cards, and as established in the show, you have fraudulent ident cards. Which is probably what we give them, yeah. Uh, I hand him one of the fake IDs. You're not from around here. Why are you driving through the city? Everybody should be evacuating. This is this storm's just gonna gonna tear right through us. We're bringing relief supri- relief supplies for the rebuilding once it's all done. We're ahead of schedule, unfortunately. That's the Alliance efficiency for you. Uh, he starts laughing until Kaylee says that's Alliance efficiency. And then he just like, he's taking it back and he glares at her. He's just like, if you had followed the, if you had followed the schedule, I'm sure everything would have been fine. He's right. You know that. You're the one who wanted to get here early because you wanted to see that new movie with Ricky Wu. Sorry, oh, she, Ricky she's she's new, and well, we didn't think it would hurt to. She's got a crush on it, you know. We thought it'd be a nice treat, but this just turned out badly. You're right. We should have followed the the protocol. Hey, can you tell us where this? Uh, you know, we got an address here on the. Looks like it's on the other side of the bay. I I I tra- I transpose two of the numbers, like the last two numbers. Yeah, he. <laughs> He's like that. That's on the other side of the bay. That's 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 an hour from here. 
Oh, great. Nothing ever goes right for us. We got, we had to make this run a few more times to unload everything. Hey, you wouldn't happen to have some spare space in your trucks, would you? We could use a hand getting these supplies moved over. That sounds like you are trying to influence him to get some uh, some help here. Indeed. All right, so give me a I, I actually hate to screw myself, but I'm actually kind of trying to trick him, aren't I? Or is it? I would say it's influence, because you're okay. not actually telling a lie. You're, you're that's good appealing point. for help. Okay, that's cool. I mean, I, I understand you're... I, I can see it go both ways, but trick is specifically when you're trying to lie to people and convince them that something is not true. Fair enough. I would have had trick be when you guys were trying to pass off your cargo as something else, but we that's not where we're at at the moment. Okay. Right now, you're just trying to basically get the Alliance to help you smuggle. All right. Which is actually pretty damn delicious from a <laughs> storytelling perspective all right so i will set the stakes um i am gonna say uh well obviously um it's a hell of a storm they don't want to be out there in their trucks doing anything uh he has a d6 social and a d8 focus to resist you okay and he is by the book and he has a signature asset of alliance rules and regulations Ugh. which say his orders are to be here at this uh checkpoint checking everyone and we still have that sort of d10 general difficulty of their all the uh the crazy weather all right uh i have set the stakes at a 12 mm. All right, so I've got a D8 social, D10 influence, ship's captain. I mean, I'm kind, I'm kind of a leadery type, so I'm. Yeah, well, and you're also posing as a legitimate ship's captain, trying to deliver things. Yep. So I would get a D8 for that. Yep. Now I can't. Could I spend a? Now I was gonna say, could I spend a plot point to turn the big damn storm into a, an asset? because he'd feel sorry for me no doesn't quite work that way thought i'd try um only one person gets to do it and since i rolled first i already grabbed it gotcha all right let's see what it how it goes oh. is that all God. is that all ones well i rolled three dice guess what the numbers are one 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 one, one. <laughs> perfect hey that is a special kind of failure. It's called a botch. Uh, fans of the show will know that the most famous botch is uh, from Janestown, when Jane tries smuggling a, a gun into uh, Canton, and it turns out that he becomes uh, he he's a folk hero there. That's the level of shit goes sideways, awesome turn of events that we have. So. Congratulations. You are actually going I'm going I'm going to use this all and combine it into one thing. Unfortunately for you when you roll multiple ones, I only have to give you a single plot point. Ooh. As long as I keep things con constrained to a single complication, 
which I'm going to do. I'm going to bump up Hell of a Storm to a D10, and then a D12, and then pass to D12. D12 plus D4 now. Nope. Uh, that's fire. That's uh, that's the Serenity that's... RPG. Okay. No, when uh, when you step up a complication past D12, typically somebody gets taken out of the scene. However, uh, since this is a special complication due to the hurricane, the crew members have to ride out the storm. So, what's going on is I'm going to uh, hand you a plot point. You get the plot point. Okay. I'm going to step up Hell of a Storm past D12, and one of the uh, Alliance soldiers is going to approach the guy who has stopped your truck, like, yell something in his ear over the wind, and the sort of lead soldier goes kind of white and says, you need to get off the street, pull in here. And he indicates uh, sort of a... I don't want to call it a bunker, but it's a building that they have reinforced. He's like, the uh, the worst part of the storm is about to hit. You are now being ushered into, let's call it a parking ramp, effectively, for like a large downtown structure. You are being ushered into a, a parking garage, basically at gunpoint. Jiao ku ao. So you you pull in, and now you are hunkered down with, uh, let's say, about a dozen Alliance troopers as the building shakes and rattles under the fury of the storm. Great plan, sir. At least we're not getting wet. Thanks for listening to the RPG Academy podcast, the flagship program of the RPG Academy Network. If you enjoy what we do here, then please check out therpgacademy.com and visit our site partners for additional entertainment and gaming advice. We do this out of love for the hobby and for you, our fans. The podcast and site content will always be free for you to enjoy and utilize. But we do have expenses related to the show. If you'd like to help out in any way, please visit patreon.com slash Academy and check out the rewards we are providing for your monthly pledges. We use all funds that come in to improve the show and give you better content and quality. And if you don't have the coin to spend, don't worry. You can still help us out in many ways. You can subscribe to our show on iTunes and or Stitcher Radio. You can leave us a five-star review. Also, if you clear your cookies and you visit Amazon or the DriveThruRPG site through our portal, we get a small percentage of what you pay, and it doesn't cost you anything extra. Just like any RPG, our site works best with open lines of communication. We love talking with our listeners about everything. Please contact us with any questions, concerns, and comments that you have. We also love to hear feedback and experiences from your own games. You can email us via podcast at therpgacademy.com and reach us on social media, such as Facebook and Google Plus at The RPG Academy. But Twitter is usually the fastest way to reach us. You can find my favorite co-host, The Caleb G, at The Caleb G. And you can find my favorite co-host, Michael, at The RPG Academy. 
Thanks for listening. And as always, if you're having fun, you're doing it right.